0: You wouldn't believe the women at this club. Ooh, man. It's amazing how many beautiful women live in New York. I actually find it kind of intimidating. Well, you're as pretty as any of them.
1: Just need a nose job.
0: But I don't want to be a secondary character. Hello.
1: Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. We are a Seinfeld podcast where we take a random episode of Seinfeld and talk about the secondary characters from it. I'm one of of your hosts, Stephen Tilbury. And I'm the other host, Ivan. And uh, this week we are doing a
0: Season 3 episode, The Nose Job. The Nose Job, that's right. That is from Season 3, like you said. Episode 9, Stephen. Uh, I told you in the car on the way over to the... uh, what do we call these studios? The Vandalay Studios. Vandalay Studios, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you on the way to the Vandalay Studios that uh, this is actually quite a surreal episode because uh, like a lot of early season episodes like 1, 2, and 3, there's a few cutscenes. Um, but it's really interesting how, like, for example, Jerry and George, when Jerry talks about Isabel, one of the secondaries we're talking about today... She mentions her and, like, how they met in the elevator. But usually, you know, in Seinfeld how they explain it through the dialogue and you kind of understand it and you can use your imagination. In this episode, you actually see the cuts. And yeah. there's, like, three or four renditions or three or four uh, cuts for scenes. I found that really interesting. They're kind of like Family Guy um, smash cuts in a way.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, Family Guys are non-sequiturs. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They yeah, don't have yeah, anything yeah. to do with the actual pr- plot. Yeah. Whereas this is just... Uh, you know, a scene based on the dialogue, but it's like yeah. the time
0: when I ran into Ted Danson and he other huge <laughs> forehead. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. hi, Ted Danson.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should go back and have sex later. No, no, <laughs> no, thanks though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand what you mean. Uh, there was a bit of experimentation in this, even the view of uh, Audrey's nose through the fisheye lens. That's a bit different. There yeah, was a bit that of was because of uh, yeah. I was scrolling up through my notes <laughs> to find a name. You
0: weren't watching Allianz the yeah. Allianz ad. You're like, um, yeah, um, yeah. No, that was really interesting. I love the I like the prosthetics of the nose too. Yeah, yeah. No, they were done well. Really well done. Yeah. Yep. If
1: uh, you want to get in touch, you can email podcast at gmail.com. We're on all socials. You can check out all the links in our uh, uh, show notes. And uh, you can support us if you want, either via Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash b i d w b a s c, Or if you want to make a one-off donation, you can check out our PayPal link, which uh, is in the show notes too. And uh, yeah. Do that if you yep. want to do Please. that. Please, yes.
0: <laughs> if you want to, because with Patreon, that's, that's my
1: sales like, pitch. Do it if you want. <laughs> do I'd it. I would make a great yeah. salesperson. Yeah, you would. It's so like say, oh, do you, you, you it? don't have to buy it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. No, okay. No pressure.
0: <laughs> I'm on commission and my family's starving, but you know, you don't you don't have to have it.
1: Yeah. It's fine. If it's I was fun. a salesman, I'd be like Gil from The Simpsons. I'd be like desperate for a sale. <laughs> There's gonna end. be if that one sale. Uh, there we go. Old Stevie almost had it. Stevie almost had it. Then I have then I have to call my wife embarrassingly on my dial mobile phone. Yeah, that's right. Rotary mobile phone
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right seinfeld isms my mate so uh, every week we talk about any seinfeld related things that have happened in our lives which have happened on the show or they allude to the show uh nothing for me this week Stephen. uh what about you
1: yeah so i've got one it didn't happen to me uh specifically but it did happen to my partner she was in the city uh, last week and she chased down a guy who she noticed was wearing a jacket a mm-hmm. denim jacket with a Seinfeld patch on it. Oh, yeah. She chased, yeah, she yeah, chased yeah. him down and uh, told him about our podcast, and uh, he was happy enough. He was uh, happy to take a photo, nice. And she sent that to me, and I put it up on our or on my Seinfeld group called Seinfeldisms. If you
0: haven't followed that, uh, there are there is a link I should say in the show notes for Seinfeldisms. Yep. So be sure to go in there. Yep, and uh, follow it if you have Facebook.
1: Yeah, cheap plug there. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah. So it technically happened to my girlfriend, but uh, <laughs> she forwarded it to me, so it's sort of me vicariously. It's a vicarious Seinfeldism. Very good. Uh,
0: yeah, very and very that's good. it. Excellent. All right. Uh, Seinfeld news. Now there is a pretty big story that has actually broken today. Uh, overnight, if you will, in the United States and also around the world. Um, yeah, we caught wind of this news this morning. We are recording in on the 17th of September, Australian time. That's a Tuesday. Um, so, Stephen, what is that big news?
1: Yeah, so I think I reported maybe two or three episodes ago that there was a current bidding war going on uh, for the rights to uh, show Seinfeld after 2021, which is when... Um, the rights are due to be renewed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are they called? Are renewed. The- uh, no, no, no. The, Syndicated. A no, no, company that has the rights. <laughs> oh, at um, the moment, it's Hulu. Hulu, that's yes, right. Yes, uh, in the United States. Yeah, so Actually, they're... funnily
0: enough, I, I remember I mentioned a few weeks ago that Amazon Prime didn't have Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they magically appeared on Amazon Prime the other oh, week. okay. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. So, I get to watch- Maybe what, they removed yeah. them during the bidding war The or bidding something. war, possibly, yeah. Who knows? So, maybe they thought, oh, Hulu and Amazon, yeah, you guys can have it. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, so, yes, so who has won the war? Yeah, so it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Uh,
1: Netflix have uh, actually won the right to show the episodes after 2021, which is when Hulu's contract uh, ends. The contract goes for five years. Uh, there's no official word on what they paid, but there are rumors circulating that they paid more than five hundred million dollars. Yeah, to secure the rights.
0: Yeah, coincidentally as well. Uh, Friends in the Office has actually been discontinued from Netflix. Yeah, from that time as well. So. Well,
1: Friends were I think it's HBO streaming platform or someone's streaming platform. Is it HBO Go? I don't think it's available. I don't here think in Australia. it was on HBO. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Oh. They secured the rights to stream it. I think they paid four hundred and twenty-five million. Oh, sure,
0: but it was on Netflix. That was one of the uh, yeah the cash cows for uh, for Netflix. One yep. of the reasons why people subscribe. Yeah. Wow. So Netflix should have a big uptake in twenty twenty one. I think A so. lot, of love of course. Yeah, for, but for you've show. also got you've also
1: got Apple streaming service coming out before then. You have got Disney's. I think Netflix are gonna go down from here. I think they've peaked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much competition. Um,
0: And plus, most of us already have the DVDs. Yeah. Or we might have it on iTunes episodes. So, you know, there's different ways to watch it. Yeah. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, Amazon, you know, they've got Lord of the Rings coming out next year or the year after. I think that's going to be as big as Game of Thrones in terms of new subscribers. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it's a strategic move. It makes sense. Um, Yeah. But I don't think that acquisition will directly lead to a big uptake in subscribers. I think it'll just keep the original subscribers happy. And it's just a consistent, reliable... Yeah series, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it makes sense. Uh, and it also makes sense because Seinfeld signed a deal a couple of years ago for a couple of specials. Uh, yeah. So it's all sort of all at home on Netflix now. So, yeah.
0: And if you are a Netflix executive, uh, we have done 10 episodes of season 10. We've written the <laughs> scripts. So go back and listen to those episodes. They're on our feed. Uh, if you are wanting to do a season 10 Netflix,
1: yeah, hit us up. Yeah. You yeah. can use all of our ideas. Just pay us you know, even a hundredth of what you paid Seinfeld, we'll be <laughs> having. Right. We'll, we'll be, be stoked. Fine. We'll be stoked.
0: Just give us, you know, food, accommodation, and some, you know, travel expense. No, um, fuck that. I no, want no, more no, than that. Uh, you want more than that? Yeah, true. No, S- still, it's got to be six figures. Yeah, definitely. Oh, pff, fuck that. Seven.
1: <laughs> if they can pay more than five hundred million dollars for a show that's twenty years old, I'm sure they can. They give can us pay a few us million. at least, Yeah seven figures. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Minimum. Minimum, yeah. A few million. A few million yeah. US dollars because yeah. at the moment the Aussie dollar's rat shit. True. They so pay us in US dollars yeah, and we're set.
1: Yeah, we'll keep it in a US bank account Yeah, and then once the Aussie dollar comes back we'll bring it over. Bring it over, that's right. Uh, anyway, on to more Seinfeld news. Uh, the Through the week um, it was announced that Jerry Seinfeld actually dropped into a comedy club in Las Vegas. It's called Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, the it's Brad Garrett from Everybody Lodge Raymond. I think so. Okay. I yeah. don't really know who he is. Yeah, uh, he's it, the guy who plays. Robert and he was also one of the mechanics Jerry's Mechanic and Seinfeld Seinfeld as well. As you know, I don't
1: like Everybody Loves Raymond, so I don't know much about the show. (laughs) You're not everybody. Mm, (laughs) You hate Raymond, as I've
0: attested too many times. Yes.
1: Yeah. The the comedy club is actually in the MGM Grand, which is in Las Vegas, and on September 10, he took the stage uh, to the the massive surprise of the audience um, and the MC. So the MC didn't even know it was completely out of the blue. Yeah, cool. Um, He apparently performed a 30-minute set, and uh, after that, an audience Q&A. Nice, so it's pretty but, cool. I'm Jerry sure they did have a
0: residency uh, in Caesar's Palace in Vegas. I think last year, or okay. it was early this year. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I was in Vegas late last year, they were promoting Jerry. Uh, Jerry was doing a residency. I think it was like a couple of months. Okay, at Caesar's Palace. So there you go. He went back to Vegas to do a set. Yeah, I think he.
1: Cool. I think it was in town or somewhere close to do a set and you uh, must have had a night off and thought, fuck it, I'll get on stage, and yeah, yeah
0: why not? Well, we know that Jerry loves his comedy. He loves getting up there, even yeah. after all these years. So. Yeah, he does it quite a lot. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I've talked about it a few times he's done it over the last couple of years.
0: He's the consummate professional when it comes to stand-up.
1: Yep. Yeah, Yeah, he is. Mm. And uh, the final bit of news is uh, pretty cool, actually, and it's something I'd want to do if I ever go back to L.A. So, uh, a lot of people go to New York, and they go on the... Um, the what's his name? Not Cosmo Kramer. Oh, the Kenny uh, Kramer Kenny Kramer tour, Kramer tour in, in New on York, New York yeah. for yeah. all the Seinfeld sites. Yeah, there's actually a uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm tour.
0: Oh no, <laughs> yeah, it's in Los Angeles. Of course, where, where the show's set. Yeah, of course. Uh,
1: and uh, I read an LA Times article through the week um, about the about the tour. It's run by a guy called uh, Adam Papagan, P A P A G A N. I was Papagan. hoping you'd
0: say David Larry. No, that's his name. Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, and apparently he'll pick you up in a Ford Bronco, so it's very DIY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll drive you around town, showing the locations from the show. Um, all for the low low price of thirty five dollars, which excellent. is pretty good,
0: Very good price. Yeah,
1: very I price. I haven't really seen much of Curb, so I don't know a lot about it, but I I'd, yeah. I'd pay thirty five bucks just for a stranger to pick me up in a Ford Bronco, even if it wasn't a Curb Your enthusiasm tour. <laughs> just yeah, pick me up, mate. Here's thirty five bucks, yeah, whatever. Excellent, take cool. me around. Yes. Show me the stars. Yeah. So yep. uh, yeah,
0: if you're in LA, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah, we'll put all those details in the show notes. Indeed, and that's all the Seinfeld news for the week. Very good, mate. Let's talk about. The The Nose Job, Season 3, Episode 9, and uh, as of last week, we've condensed our subplots, um, our plots for the episode, so they're not going to be long-winded anymore, which is fantastic. Uh, Season 3, Episode 9, first aired in the US, The Nose Job, on November 20th, 1991, directed by Tom Sharonez, written by Peter Melman. Uh, In this episode, George quite likes his new girlfriend, Audrey, but he isn't sure if he'll get over the fact that she has a rather large nose. When Kramer, to everyone's embarrassment, blurts out in Audrey's presence that all she needs is a nose job, she begins to seriously consider it. The results aren't what she hoped for, leading to a typical reaction from George. (laughs) <laughs> Such a fickle guy. Uh, Kramer, meanwhile, he's still obsessing over the jacket. He was forced to return to the owner two years after it was left at his mother's house. He gets Elaine involved in a scheme to get it back for him. Uh, other secondary characters include Joseph V. Perry. He plays the new stand owner. Uh, Tawny Katane plays Isabel, who we're going to talk about. And Susan diol plays Audrey. And the landlord he's played by, Roy Brocksmith. Nice,
1: I've got notes on all those characters. Before we get into them, why don't we take a break? And after that, we'll get into some episode trivia, the secondary characters, and uh, yeah, all the rest.
0: All right. Hi, this is Zach and Aaron from Seinfeld Law, and uh, you are listening to but I don't want to be a secondary character hey folks we've been doing this podcast for over two years now and uh, you probably don't know but we're on Patreon
1: that's right if you head to our Patreon which is uh, patreon.com forward slash B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C you can check out all the different tiers we have and uh, if you wanted to support us you can chuck in a dollar a month to the human fund money for people i.e. us and uh, that will continue helping us do what we do, which is talk about the secondary characters from Seinfeld each week. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so if you are a supporter, thank you. And if you've thought about it, thank you. And uh, if you want to support us,
0: thank you. Yes, patreon.com forward slash B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C. Happy podcasting.
1: Welcome back. This week we are doing the nose job from season three. Uh, let's get into some episode trivia. Um, I'll start us off. So the
0: episode introduces us to Kramer's alias of uh, Doctor Van Nostrian. Doctor Van Nostrian, That's right. He also appears in last week's episode. We've done the package, mm-hmm. and also in the Slicer. That's in, right. Uh, season nine.
1: And in the Slicer, I believe he's Professor Van Nostrian. I think Yeah, he, he yeah, changes professor.
0: his title. That's right. He's yeah. still <laughs> the same guy,
1: but he went from Doc. Oh, I mean, doctors can be professors, so that that makes sense. Yeah, it all works out. Yeah, in in Kramer's, fun. in Kramer's, you know, alias, he can be a doctor and a professor. So. I mean, I think to be a professor, you need a, a doctorate, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Most do. So, yeah. I guess most professors are doctors. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think they that would have considered
0: that in the writing, but yeah. No, no, it no, still no. Works. no. He no, could that. be anyone. He could be Father Van Nostrand. He could be a priest. He wants yeah. to as one. He could True. be doctor, pastor, you know, whatever. He could use any moniker.
1: At an old job of mine, uh, we, every time we'd, um, you know how, like, because you and I work for the same company, and every time we see a funny name or whatever in our customer database, we send it to each other just for a bit of a chuckle. We used to do that at my old job, and there was a guy who, I can't remember his name, but his title, he was obviously in the Air Force, was Wing Commander, and he was very insistent. That he'd be called Wing Commander.
0: Yeah, he was very regimental. You yeah. Know. But
1: he was like an yeah. ex It was like an ex Air Force guy, and it's like your title doesn't matter when you're <laughs> not in the Air Force. Like if you retire from the Air Force, people aren't gonna be like, hi Colonel. It's yeah. like it's like <laughs> you know, it's like Wing Commander. Yeah, but he was very insistent. He okay. was like, I'm Wing Commander, you know, Peter Johnson or whatever his name was, and it was just really weird. Okay. Yeah, and it's cool. just like wing commander I mean if your title is general or colonel, fair enough. Yeah. Or admiral, because yeah. it's
0: like that's that's badass. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. wing commander, <laughs> fucking hell. It sounds like like you're online, you know, you're playing World of Warcraft or something. Yeah. You know, you're playing like an online game and you're like, I want to become Wing Commander. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) it's just very
1: like precious. It's like, is your self-esteem that low? Don't call me Derek. Yeah. I want to become Wing Commander. Yeah. It's it's, it's just very strange, but it was funny. (laughs) Okay, Cool. Uh, do you have any trivia for the episode?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Jerry's line: "My nose, my nose, my kingdom for a nose." Uh, that's a play on the William Shakespeare quote: "A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse," from uh, the play Richard the Third.
1: Yeah, I was wondering where that came from. It was mm. obviously taken from something. Yeah, Shakespeare. And in, in now case. I know.
0: Yeah, my nose. Uh, what do you have? What else? Uh, that's all the trivia I have. So, do you have any more? Yeah, just one more. So, the initial fake nose that came back from the prosthetics maker far too small, and uh, when they first put the nose on Susan Diol, who played Audrey, uh, everybody became. And worried it wouldn't work and they wanted to scrap the idea. Uh, the makeup artist, however, ended up saving the story by building up the nose with Mortician's wax until it was an enormous, cartoonishly large nose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It did a pretty good job. Yeah, you very could, good job. You yeah. could see you could see the makeup on the nose in the, the fisheye lens shots from George's perspective. Yeah. To cover up, you know, what was rubber. Yeah, the makeup. Until yeah, like blend it blended into her normal nose. But it,
0: it looked pretty good. It worked really well. Do you know what it reminded me of? You know mm. that movie Roxanne? with Steve Martin from, Mm-mm. like, the 80s. I think it's Roxanne. He plays this guy with a huge nose. I haven't seen it. If you look at, um, go on YouTube or something, there was, like, this, I think it was called Roxanne. Okay. I'm okay. pretty sure. But it had Steve Martin from memory, and he had, like, a huge nose. Okay. It was kind of, like, cartoonishly large. Right. Yeah. So, ah. check that out. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah, and no, it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you can no. definitely see it was really well crafted and really well made. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mort- mortician's wax. Yeah, there especially for
1: a show that, you know, didn't really rely on physical... um. Uh, well, practical
0: effects at all. Hmm. Not too bad at all. Not too bad. Anyway, some secondary characters. What do you reckon, Steve? Yeah. Uh, let's start with the newsstand owner. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, all I have is he's played by Joseph V. Perry. Yeah. You can get his notes. Uh,
1: the the only reason I wanted to bring him up is because I love him. Oh, of course.
0: <laughs> Com- older guy who runs his own business. And that's he's usually grumpy the and uh, doesn't have time for anyone's bullshit. That's usually the discourse. Crop circles. What do I care? Yeah, crab circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with the crop circles from England. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Crap circles, Crap circles. Love him. He's,
1: he's an old grumpy New Yorker who yep. runs his own business and doesn't take any bullshit. Right yep. up my alley.
0: And that's the archetype you love on the show. Definitely so it works out really well. Definitely <laughs> good on your knees. Uh, the only, I mean, there's
1: not a lot to work with, but the only thing that is very obvious is that he likes boxing. He he's does. he's got a old sort of boxing posters. Yep, so I'm guess yep. I'm going to guess maybe he was a failed boxer. You know, maybe he was an amateur boxer in his younger, fitter days. Okay. Cool. Um, you know, and he tried to make the big time, but he failed. <laughs> You got KO'd 40 times in a row. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, that's why he's disgruntled. You know, how he was Muhammad like, Ali's punching bag. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's why he doesn't know about crop circles. That's right. He's yeah. like, all
0: I can do is sell magazines. Or I... maybe he knew about them, but he got punched in the head so many yeah. times. He's got like a mild amnesia. So he yeah. Gets things crop like, circles. Yeah. Crop circles. What's a, what a circle?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had to, had to talk about him because of who he is. Okay. Cool. Very obviously.
0: <laughs> very well done. I have nothing to add to that. So uh, yeah, he just owns a new stand and he loves boxing. Yep. Yeah. And I love him. <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> Why don't we
1: talk about Audrey?
0: Audrey, yes, played by Susan Diol. She's appeared in episodes of CSI: Without a Trace, Party of 5, and NCIS among many other shows. Uh in films, she has had lead roles in films including Basement, Reality, and Below the Root. Never seen any of them. Okay. I love Audrey. Uh she's really sweet and innocent. Yeah. And, and she's great. Like a lot of, you know, episode girlfriends don't really have like, in terms of their demeanour and personality, it's mm. really nice people. Yeah. But the only affliction is really her nose, which isn't, like, it, it's kind of distracting, but it's not, like, a really bad thing in my eyes.
1: No, but for George, it is. For George, for it George is, it's, it's everything. Because yeah. he's a jerk. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I think she handles it pretty well. Yeah. Um, obviously, she, she's in, she's insecure about her nose, because uh, she, you know, makes a few comments about it, and as soon as Kramer says uh, that she should get a nose job, it <laughs> plants a seed, yeah. and she goes through with it, so it's obviously... It's been something that's bothered her for a while.
0: I think so, too. I think that uh, that she's not too shocked when Kramer says it. No. I think, like you said, it's been in the back of her mind, but Kramer's kind of just reinforced it. Yep. It's like, I think you need the nose job. And then I think, with in that case, Audrey's probably thinking, yep, it's time.
1: Yeah. See, so I've got a bit of a theory about Audrey. Yeah. Uh, and I think it makes sense because she mentions that Elaine said that she could stay with her for a month more.
0: Until Tina comes back. That's right. Yep.
1: Uh, she, Like you said, she's a bit more innocent. Um, than a lot of other characters in the show. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, and I think she's moved to New York to maybe pursue a career. Um, you know, maybe she comes from a smaller town where people are a bit more polite. New Yorkers, are, you know, the stereotype is that they're quite direct and yeah. quite forthright. Mm-hmm. And uh, to people who aren't from New York, maybe uh, would come across as rude. Yeah. Um, Whereas not, everyone not, grew not, up not, with her in the country town yeah. and they love her. So. And yeah. I think she actually finds the directness of Kramer, who's a native New Yorker, you know, born and bred, mm. Uh, quite actually charming. quite quite well quite refreshing Re- maybe refreshing. maybe yeah, maybe yeah. a bit maybe a bit hurtful because no one likes to be told about physical things that they feel insecure about um but you know once she gets over the initial shock of like you just need a nose job, I think she actually uh appreciates Kramer's frankness and obviously it doesn't bother her because she ends up going out with him at the end, yeah, and then in um, New
0: York, you know there's a lot of you know rhinoplastic rhinoplastic surgeons is what right. they call them plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. No, no, because what is it? A rhino, he, Jerry says it's at, yeah, it's a, a rhinoplasty. Rhino plastic. Rhino. Rhino. Yeah. Rhino. That's yeah. a pretty good point. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. No, I liked um Jerry's stand-up bits in this episode. Yeah, they weren't too them. bad. Yeah, actually, They're actually quite good. Yeah, yeah. I liked, them. Yeah,
1: I liked yeah. them. yeah, most of the time I skip past them, but yeah. uh, yeah, they they I mean they weren't great, but no. not not bad. Yeah, they're not re- terrible. They
0: were in like the upper. Fifty, The 50 percentile yeah. of his comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it was good true. comedy. Yeah. Um, I, I think, well, you you claimed that she lived in the country town and wasn't teased. I thought she was probably teased about it growing
1: well, up. Well, actually, no, no, I don't mean that she wasn't teased. Right. I think the fact that, uh, you know, every, I mean, if you have a nose that big every time you look in the mirror, I think even if you don't feel bad about it, you're going to know that you have a big nose. You're going to know about the nose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, even if you think, I don't care, it's still going to be something that you're cognizant of because it's- big and it's you know front and centre on your face and you mm. see it first thing. Yeah. Uh I think coming from a small town where maybe people were a bit more polite yeah. and direct. Yeah. yeah. Um I yeah, and again I think that she appreciates kramer's frankness because she's never had that in her life hmm. and you the know, fact
0: that kramer stuck with her you know after she yeah. uh, removes the bandages kramer says i'll take you to the hospital so she, she, he's been there by her side the whole time yeah i mean and, and kramer, then he gets she gets attracted to him yeah and and, she, and then at the end she's a really beautiful like wow yeah beautiful woman yeah and i kramer mean they're all, they're all blown her away <laughs> basically yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i mean it because it could be because of how kramer treated her yeah, which yeah is, she just treated you know,
0: her really nicely you know liked her for her personality rather than the nose yeah and we've always said that kramer likes the women with uh, you know certain oddities in terms of personalities or yep. facial features or something so Kramer doesn't mind he's pretty uh, pretty open yeah, yeah he's an open-minded
1: guy yeah yeah he's the least superficial out of the the core four absolutely but uh yeah i yeah that that's my theory that she came from a small town okay she came to new york for whatever reason maybe to pursue a career in something um, and that's why she's still got that innocent kind of
0: vibe. Yeah, I think and she's innocent, but I think she's very sure of herself as well. Yeah, I think that she's overcome so much adversity growing up. Because imagine mm. kids can be so cruel. Yeah, you know, hey, Pinocchio, or yep. you know, whatever, whatever yep. they called her. Um, yeah, and she's done whatever she wants, and uh, she hasn't let her affliction get in the way of her goals. No, definitely. She's just yeah, she's gone through a lot, and she's very, uh, she's got a lot of humility, and she's really strong-minded. Definitely. Yep. And
1: and sometimes that constant teasing in childhood can actually damage a person, so that they. Hmm don't have confidence as an adult. It yeah. still, still haunts them, mm-hmm. whereas some people use it as a reason to grow stronger, yeah. be more resilient. I think she went down that path. Down that path, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, and I think New York, uh, you know, is the perfect place for her to grow even more because she's like, well, I've outgrown my small town. Mm-hmm. I, I want to move to somewhere a bit more challenging, a bit more, you know, with a bit more opportunity. And uh, yeah, she, I mean, I, I can't figure out where she would have met Elaine or how she yeah. would have hooked up. Yeah, I mean, I was maybe, trying to think maybe. What through, was the relationship? I thought yeah. maybe through Tina. Maybe, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Tina's like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, traveling for a month or wherever she is. And or he's my than, friend to pay the yeah, rent. Like yeah, like, you, you wanted to just house it, uh, what's the word, sublease my room for yeah. a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then she obviously met George through Elaine. Yeah, that, that's um, what would have happened. Then, yep. Yeah. And then Kramer Definitely. through George. Yeah. Um, That's how it would have worked. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's funny because when they're in that scene when they're all eating pizza, they all know Audrey. Yep. So it's not like you know usually one or two people will know the person and then no one else will. But yeah. they all seem to know each other and they seem to have gotten to know her for at least a few weeks maybe a month yeah Yeah. i
1: I would imagine that she would have stayed with elaine for maybe a month before uh she enters this uh you know enters the Core force world in this episode Mm. um yeah and she would have been there for another month and i mean obviously it didn't last because kramer's single again in the next episode of course
0: and it's funny too because in that moment it appears like she's the fifth member of the core Yeah, she gels you know, really well. Yeah, she does, yeah. So, yeah, really interesting. Imagine what it could have been if uh, she stuck around.
1: Yeah, and I think about the nose job, like she says, she's been thinking about, or she's thought about it, uh, and Kramer just gave her the confidence, even though he didn't do it in a very tactful way. Uh, you know, I mean, Elaine and George had a right to be upset at the fact that he was very kind of, well, quite rude. Yeah, it's um, very, and, very it's, and insensitive. Yeah. Um, But, you know, after her initial getting over of that sort of shock, uh, yeah, he, he empowered her to, to make that decision and she did it. And she's, you know,
0: even more confident. So, yeah, I love everyone else's reactions. Like, George is choking on his food, and then Jerry's got his hands, you know, he's just kind of like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> he's like, what have you done? I listen. And then Elaine's like, man. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to say.
1: And all of those reactions are perfectly fine. <laughs> they're perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to Signcast for this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, hey, Matt
0: and Vinny, if you listen to us. I don't think they do. Probably
1: not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they make a good point of checking out Jerry just before Kramer's about to say, you just need a nose job line. Yeah. And he's trying to, obviously they did a bunch of takes for it. Of course. And you can see him, because I think he's eating something or drinking something, and you can see him trying to cover up his uh, lips you know, or his mouth, mm. um, trying to hide his laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when, when Kramer says the line, Jerry puts his head in his hands. That's and he, right. And he goes into the kitchen yeah, and he's yeah, kind no of facing away from him. Yes, yes. So, I think he's trying to hide, hide you know, a few chuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is really good.
0: You know, she gets... but You're beautiful, but she just need a nose you just need a nose job. You just need a nose job. You're
1: as pretty as any other girls. You just need a nose just job. Need,
0: that's right. You're as pretty as any other girls. She's yeah. a nose job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I really like Audrey. Yeah. She's cool.
0: Um, And yeah. Kramer kind of, in a way... Helped her. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: was unintentionally cruel. Yeah. Uh, but it ended up being a kind thing. Hmm. Not a kind thing, but a, a good thing. You got to be cruel to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I Sometimes. mean, cruel cruel implies malicious intent. is not cruel. No. He's just- he just doesn't have any tact no definitely
0: not yeah he's tactless no is class is tactless the word I think yeah tactless no tact no class yeah that's, that's it that's right yeah
1: so I really like Audrey as well yeah I liked her a lot yeah, let's move great. to the opposite end of the spectrum oh, and talk about Isabel shit
0: played by Tawny Katane she appeared in the TV series Hercules in the 1990s uh, in a few episodes uh, as well as the soap opera Santa Barbara in the 80s uh, she's also played the character Debbie in Tom Hanks's I think it was his debut film uh, 1984's The Bachelor Party okay yes there cool. you go I've got written here like props to tawny for the wonderful overacting in this role yeah uh but the character of isabel terrible person shit house actor yes that's what i've got totally absolutely like can't deliver her lines or she does but it's just so ridiculous choose up the scenery that's what they call it overacting choose up the scenery so much it's ridiculous and I'll, and it's funny how She's just so terrible. And Jerry just does like a few joke lines. Yeah. But Isabel's still in character and she's like, no, read me the actual thing. You gotta take lines. this seriously. You gotta take this seriously, Jerry. Yeah. And then Jerry, Jerry like, knows that I she's I like terrible. how Jerry just goes, We just gotta relax. We just gotta relax. <laughs> 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 just Jerry completely... knows that she's just terrible. She's just terrible. Yeah. You know. Yeah, even so just
1: good. saying you've got to relax, like it's such a dig at her. Like, yeah, he's so subtly saying this sucks, and I'm not even taking this seriously because you're terrible.
0: Exactly, and she—he <laughs> just, just got to relax. Yeah, just got to relax. <laughs> um, he has strong sexual desires. Uh, well, she does, which attracts Jerry to her, but her attitude doesn't bode well with him. Yeah, says she's, she's, she's not a nice person.
1: I've been in that position where one of the most
0: despicable people I've ever met. I think he says. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she doesn't
1: do anything that's overly despicable. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't see a lot of her in the no, episode. She's only don't. in sort of two or three scenes, but yeah. I mean, she's she's
0: annoying. But oh, I very. would, I mean, she doesn't do anything to display anything. Like I, I but mean, what could you hypothesise? Because he claims she's despicable. Do you think maybe she's very shallow? Probably. Probably.
1: Yeah, she's probably just very immoral, um, very shallow. Can very you imagine if she met Audrey? Yeah. yeah, I think that would be, you know, two worlds colliding for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I think that would, would be really.
0: Collide. I reckon Audrey would break down. I think yeah. Isabel would just say it like it is, but in like a real, unlike Kramer, with with malicious intent. Yeah, yeah, and really cut her down. Definitely, yeah. terrible. You know who she reminded me of a bit in terms of looks, mm. Peggy from Married with Children. Oh, yeah. Katie Siegel's character.
1: I think similar sort of reddish, dark reddish, reddish hair. The reddish hair. The yep. kind, of she's kind of vivacious tall. kind of, you yeah, She's know, got a sexual energy lucky, about sexual her. Sexual energy, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like Peggy, yeah. yeah it I, kind of reminded me of her a little bit. Yeah, I man. mean, I empathize a bit with Jerry in this situation because I've been in, I guess, casual relationships where the sex is fucking amazing. Right. But the person you're having sex with, isn't someone you would want to spend time with outside of... You wouldn't take them home to mother. (laughs) Not even that. You just wouldn't (laughs) want to spend any time with them outside of having sex with them. Sure. But the sex is so good. Or there's there's some like undeniable animalistic connection where it's like... You almost hate fuck them. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, which is a thing. Um, oh, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I get where Jerry's coming from, where it's just a case of, I don't like this person, but the sex is so good. There's some animalistic pull that you can't quite- It feels like an addiction, because yeah. you're like, you're like I know this isn't good for me, but I'm going to do it, because it's just so good.
0: Well, even in that scene where uh, he says to Kramer, I can't do this, but can you destroy her number, or can yeah. you rip it up? Kramer rips it up. The next day, Jerry says, where is it? Yeah, And then Kramer just throws the pieces on the ground. <laughs> ah, look at you look what you've become
1: <laughs> and then while he's uh berating jerry about yeah. his uh weakness yeah you're weak jerry you're weak jerry Jerry doesn't even pay him any mind no nah. he's just trying to piece the, the shreds <laughs> piece of paper back together yeah. to get a number and he said
0: no matter what you said don't give you back the number
1: <laughs> that's right but uh his brain wins out in the
0: end he does oh and speaking of which we got to mention that i mean there's that scene of the silhouettes the ghost-like silhouettes with jerry's metaphorical dick and uh, his metaphorical brain. Basically, Jerry wearing two different helmets yep. playing chess. And uh, it's funny how the brain is very, he's like got the transatlantic kind of accent and the dick of the penis as Jerry describes it is more just just know, a normal, just a normal accent, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how with the penis as well, it's kind of like the helmet he's wearing. It's kind of like one of those Chinese, you know, that, that in terms of the shape. I mean, it's kind of, you know, like those kind of not straw hats, but you know, those kind of Asian-style hats that the rice farmers wear in, like, Japan and all that stuff. You know, those kind of round hats with the... You know what I mean? Don't
1: they normally wear the hats with the point?
0: That's what I mean. But they're kind of, like, round, like, wide-brimmed. Yeah. kind of looked a bit like that.
1: But his hat's not wide-brimmed at all. It perfectly fits his head. Oh, yeah. His head looks like an egg. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was a bit wider. Uh, maybe. Oh, I'm maybe I'm not sure.
0: But it was funny how it actually looked like. It should have been a bit a
1: wider penis. if you want to be anatomically correct. <laughs> I guess so,
0: and it should have had like a slit on the yeah, top. Yeah, that
1: probably wouldn't have passed the senses.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that was really stunning. I mean, and again, another thing we talked about off air is mm. how they got penis, like the word penis, and also the metaphorical representation of a penis through the senses. Yeah, like that was pretty edgy for 1991. Quite yeah. daring kind of writing, which is no. Like- I, I
1: think that was a good point you raised, but my thinking is is that because they only mention penis once and the episode doesn't focus on Jerry's penis. Like, you know, the contest is obviously euphemized where you know what they're talking about, but they don't say the word, but that's the theme of the show. That's the whole gag in the show. Whereas this is just one scene, one time. And he says it once. So yeah, if, if the whole episode focused on Jerry's dick, I don't think they could have said penis, you know, 23 times or whatever. They would have had to have euphemized it. Yeah. And the, and I think I was saying to you as well, if you just showed me a screenshot of, jerry dressed as a dick i wouldn't have guessed that he was a dick i would yeah. just think he's you know who knows because it doesn't look it doesn't even look phallic a member of devo
0: or something yeah yeah there's no yeah there's
1: no there's nothing that indicates that it's a dick like there's no veins there's yeah. no there's nothing like even the even his helmet is not shaped i doubt they'd like yeah, with that no 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 yeah so i think because it was so like opaque yeah that uh out of context it was, it was harmless it kind of worked yeah but you're right in terms of just just talking about it even in a in a quite a um, sort of, uh, you know, like, what's the word? <sighs> yeah, even in a way that's not very in your face. Uh, yeah, it was, was, you know, I'm sure it would have raised a few eyebrows when it yeah. was first aired, like, oh, okay, this is this is not what I expected.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to find trivia on that, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, you nothing, think no there would be, but, yeah. I and, guess The Nose Job isn't really a monumental episode to really write mm, articles about. Mm, no, you know?
1: but it, it feels like more, like, th- that scene in and of itself, feels like something that would happen in season eight or nine yeah you know, just a bit yeah. more on the surreal so it kind of reminds me of uh the fantasy or the sort of nightmarish fantasy when um in the the baby shower when uh oh when Ge- uh, it's when, like the
0: tarantino style yeah, yeah you yeah. know shooting yeah, action where, the, where, Cramer, yeah, yeah. Uh, where jerry
1: gets killed for the illegal cable yeah 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 you know where it's just like it's it's you know it's very obviously fake um but it just seems out of sorts or out of step with um, the reality, mm. I guess, or the, the realness of, you know, episodes up until about season five and six.
0: Yeah, and I think as well, especially for the earlier seasons, having that surreal, you know, brain and dick chess match, in addition to those, you know, uh, quick cuts or mm. flashbacks, I think it was yes, uh, it was probably just experimentation. Yeah. They were think trying that, different things.
1: I think they were just, you know, some episodes, you know, are almost test cases where they're like, well, let's see what we can get away with. Let's see what works and, uh, you know, keep what works and discard what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think it, it didn't, it didn't, take my attention away from the episode it didn't feel no. like you know sometimes things happen and you're like oh this is it's too weird it's yeah sort of, it, it diverts the episode too much yeah this didn't feel too you know it didn't jar me too much I oh, guess. okay fair
0: enough It kind of did a little bit for me because usually when jerry's explaining something to george or elaine usually it's through the dialogue you can mm. come up with the story in your head but it was just really interesting how jerry mentioned the story of how he met isabel but you actually see the cut of her walking the elevator, yeah, you know that was just really as he's explaining the story. I, I just mm. found that really interesting. Yeah, yeah no, no. What I mean is that it was fact. noticeable, but it yeah. didn't take me out of the episode. No, it? no, it didn't, it didn't. No, it didn't do that. It didn't
1: me, distract no. me. It was no. just like, oh, that's a thing. Okay, okay. And then you just get straight back into it. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, one more note on Isabel. Do you think she uh, eventually would have become an actress at all? No,
0: I think she would have gone into porn. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: she's but, as good. She's as good an actor as you know, what porn stars Absolutely. Are, so. that no. makes sense. And she's I, got the sexuality, so d- yeah. Definitely.
0: I think eventually maybe- Actually, that makes perfect yeah, fucking sense. Yeah, maybe she would have done that or maybe she would have just still been an aspiring actress, maybe working desk jobs, temp jobs to, to yep. get there. true. And then never made it because of her overacting. Yeah. I'm guessing she probably went to auditions and they said, okay, give us what you got. And she just goes all like overacting- Shakespearean, you know, like really high, high end. And they, they're they like, oh, don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you. That was good. That was interesting. Yeah. There's this part for this uh, skin film. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> you want to audition for it? Yes. Uh,
1: that's all I have about uh, Isabel. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a bit about the final secondary character, The Landlord. The Landlord,
0: yes. He's played by the late actor and singer uh, Roy Brocksmith, he's called. Uh, he was in the films Tango and Cash, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and Total Recall. Oh, cool! Oh, pretty good films. Nice. Um, his last credited appearance was in 2000 for the TV show *Ali McBeal*. He played Judge Raymond Norway in two episodes, and uh, he passed away in 2001 in Burbank, California, aged 56. Oh. yeah. So rest in peace, man. Um, yeah. With the landlord realizes he realizes during the exchange in that scene, he knows who Kramer is, and he uses his mother against him to roll him up. Talks about Babs's weight and uh, the smell of cigarettes. You notice that? And then that gets co- uh, Cosmo gets pretty wound up. I thought he was just
1: recounting stuff about Babs. I didn't know he was intentionally trying to rile Kramer up. Was
0: no, it? no, I think he did because he kind of says, oh, there was a guy who looks very similar to you that came in here. What oh. was his name? Uh, Kramer. Okay. I think he kind of figured out that, Kramer wasn't Doctor Van Nostrand. right? And then he kind of he says all this stuff, and you know Kramer gets more rolled up, rolled up, yeah. And then it smash cuts to the monks to the diner, mm. and then Kramer's like, "Yeah, I grabbed him, and put him against the wall, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know all that stuff, yeah." Okay, is that official, or is that just what you think? I just think that's what I think. Yeah, ah. I think he kind of figured out that Kramer wasn't Van Nostrand. And, okay, that's an interesting know. take. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was just. I thought it was just
1: a coincidence that he was recounting the story. Thinking that he was Van Nostrand, just not the
0: way he was like looking at Kramer, like he kind of figured, yeah, it was a guy very similar to you that came like here he a couple years to, ago. He was his just was trying to stare him up. up, Kramer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was trying to like suss him out, oh. try and get a reaction out of him. Yeah, right. No, That's just my, my take. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. I mean, what, it makes sense. What were sense. you going
1: to say? Uh, the only thing I really had about him is that he's quite like uh, not dramatic, but a bit theatrical and camp. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he's quite like effeminate, um, in a way. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he obviously is a great admirer of. Um, Van Ostrom's work. Yeah. You know, because he says, are you, what does he say? He's like. You said Shakespeare
0: was an imposter.
1: Is that your. Yes, that's right. <laughs> is that your, what does he say? Is that your, not supposition? Is that your. Your viewpoint or something. Yeah. He's like, yes, that's my yes, viewpoint. Yes. yes, That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And in that scene as well, <laughs> you can see Elaine try not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Kramer's yeah. Van I know. My favorite scene, what made me laugh, Um, is when, uh, for some reason, Kramer spinning around to go into the door and his pipe. Bumps on the edge of the door. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just like excellent. Excellent slapstick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <just> like <laughs> <click>. it's like <laughs> clink. And then Kramer's <laughs> slightly shocked face is like, ooh, and he just you, continues in. I wonder if that was
0: deliberate. Maybe it just happened. Oh, I don't Because it... yeah, Michael Richards is very well known to stay in character even like after a blunder. Yeah. So maybe it happened and then he's like, oh. He was just so good, he just stayed in character. Yeah. No, it, yeah. I mean,
1: if it, were, if it was uh, unintentional, it, amazing. Amazing, yeah. Um, well done. But it, it seemed too good to not be planned. Okay. Because yeah. why, why else would he spin as well? Like, that's True. what that's what sets the situation up. The fact that he spins his way yeah. in, he doesn't just walk in. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe but,
0: it was like the fifth take, and then he did it. And they're yeah, like, oh, that's great. That's fine. You know, yep. you were meant to do the spin and walk in, but then <laughs> no, the, the pipe hit the wall. So yeah. So it worked. Who knows? Yeah, oh, who knows? Uh, I, it, I don't have any other real notes about the landlord. I think- wh- just remember, what was his relationship to Babs again? It was—I don't know. I think Kramer had a stepfather, and he left the jacket in the apartment. And the landlord owned that apartment, I think that's what Something it was. Something like that. Yeah. And, and Kramer believes that the jacket gives him like magical powers. Yeah, magical yeah. sexual powers. Sexual powers. Gives it, him the kavorka. Yeah, and obviously the, Audrey getting with Kramer. Yeah. Kramer probably thinks, oh, yeah, it it's works. the jacket. It's the jacket. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, he
1: even holds up the jacket to, or he sort of, you know, holds up his collar when he's leaving the diner and he's like, see the jacket?
0: Yeah. When he's walking out with Audrey. And isn't that the jacket in a later episode that he gives to yeah. the Cubans? Yep. The Cuban guy's like, when he tries to get the cigars Yeah. in the Chiva letters, Yeah. This like, jacket appears in a few episodes. this jacket. Yeah, I love yeah. this jacket. This jacket. Yeah. Yeah, and he gets a whole case of uh, Cuban cigars. Yeah, it's a good jacket. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's really
1: nice. That's all I had about any of the secondary characters. Yeah, Uh, me too. Normally we'd take a break about here, but this is a pretty short episode, so let's just uh, kick on and finish it up. Yeah, man. Uh, Well,
0: this is our 100th episode we've reviewed, and mm. it's secondary characters of 100. Nice. Not including all our special eps and stuff. Yep. So out of 100 episodes, man, where does the nose job sit?
1: It uh, sits at number 32.
0: Oh, okay. Quite yeah. high. Yeah. I okay. mean,
1: as uh, I've talked about quite a lot, I like the old episodes. I like the more simple storylines. Um, this just had a, a lot of memorable scenes for me. It's, uh, yeah, it's funny. Kept my interest all the way through. Um, the uh, stand owner takes it up a, t- a touch. <laughs> just a touch, yeah. Uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I liked all the secondaries. Um, none that make my top. 20 yep. or 30, um, but none that, uh, are, you know, are terrible. They're all pretty solid. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: What cool. about you? Uh, number 59 for the episode. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was, you know, even though the cutscenes at first, when I watched it, I thought they were a little bit jarring, but then I watched it again and, and like we spoke about, you know, on in hindsight, I think it was just experimentation and it didn't detract too much from the episode. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, The Nose Job is kind of an episode you don't really look upon. When you think of classic episodes, no. uh, but I think the secondary characters were pretty great. Uh, big props to Tawny, who played Isabel. I, I loved her overacting. Yep. I think she did a really good job. And now um, the person who played Audrey, uh, yeah, she was fantastic too. Uh, Susan, she was great. Susan Deal. Um, for me, Audrey is in my top twenty. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really liked her. I thought she was a great character. Very sweet, innocent. You know, she's overcome a lot of shit. You know, regarding her nose and stuff. And uh, yeah, I just think she's great. And and in that moment where they're eating pizza, I felt like she was part of the. The core cool cast, part of the gang, just for that scene. I don't Ooh. know. Just it, she just gelled, like you said, she gelled really well. Yep. Um, for me, she's number eighteen. Okay. In my top twenty, uh, Poppy from the couch and other episodes is out of my top twenty. Okay. So there you go. Huh. yes. If
1: you want to know our top uh, twenty characters and and I think all of our episodes, there's a link for them in the show notes uh, as well. I think we got to update it. Oh, do <laughs> i think it's it. Yeah. Yeah. Older, yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll <laughs> we'll do that and we'll chuck a link in this week. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, that's it for. Yeah this week's episode yeah, bit no, of a shorter mail one this week, unfor- oh, this week unfortunately yeah no, thank if, you so much for listening
1: yeah but if you do want to make it so that we do have a listen mail you can get in touch with us that's
0: right bidwabaskpodcast at gmail.com uh, you can also find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at bidwabask that is our acronym and uh, yeah you can uh, find us well we, we don't have a website at the moment but you can find where well, you can uh, listen to the podcast in the show notes that's right
1: yeah and if you want to support us you can check out our Patreon for as little as two bucks a month you can get access to fortnightly bonus content. Um, And if you want to support us uh, as a once-off, you can donate to our PayPal. All those links and all those details are in the show notes. That's right.
0: And with Patreon as well, you do get early access to next week's episode. So you get it a week before everyone else.
1: That's right. Yes. Until
0: next week. What are we doing next week? Next week, we are going to season eight, back to season eight after a two-week hiatus uh, to the English patient. Ah. Mandelbaum. Mandel. That's when the three generations of Mandelbaum are in the hospital. Mm. They try and lift the TV off the... uh, the, the desk yeah awesome now like, I can do that it one.
1: should be good awesome until then I'm Stephen I'm Ivan and we'll talk to you all next week see ya